Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. And we still hey! don't have a decision. Uh, the decision lingers. Welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Nice of you guys to show up to work today. <laughs> Freaking you had slackers over hey, here. Hey, right? man, listen, I'm, 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 I'm protected by the United States government. You <laughs> he can, could tell you what he was doing yesterday, but he'd have to injure you. Yeah, you, you're not going to get me. Um, I'm protected, so uh, you can't. Actually, that was, a, that was a violation of saying that. I felt threatened, Adam mm. the Bull. Sorry. Oh boy! Wow. <laughs> do, you, do you need a safe space? <laughs> no. So did you? So no. you were relieved from jury duty, right? Yes. You, you yes. don't have to sit on a jury. No, 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 okay. no. I don't. Mm. That's was, a relief for us because we. It's one thing to lose you for a day. We're okay with that. Yeah. We're yeah. not okay losing you for a week. They, not, they, not they, the or name a month. Of, not I don't know. They hit me with the seven. Yeah. No. They hit yeah. me. I'm not gonna tell you what, what the you know because uh, I'm not gonna get into what what, what the case was about. But yeah. It's like, yeah, this could be, uh, we're thinking 7 to uh, 14 day. I said, oh, oh wow. Mm. Did you play the I'm in the media card and they released uh, you? Well, well, let's see. You know, they do ask you, do you have any questions or would you would you be able to unbiasedly yeah. talk about the trial? And then right. actually it was something that I, w I was very biased about. I was like, oh, yeah, I can't do this. Yeah, because mm. uh, let me know. You got uh, really? And you're, but you're not allowed to tell us what it is. No. Were no you, I, I, did I, you know the defendant well? No, <laughs> is that it? no, I, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. There were circumstances around what the defendant was accused of. I see. Yes, okay. See? Yes, oh, man. Said, I have bias, so I'm. I'm I, yes, I got. You are I, such a mystery. Was it Jimmy Haslam? I, huh? Jimmy Haslam? <laughs> no, no, no. I pulled the Jeff Sessions. I must recruit myself. Uh -huh. <laughs> Good for you. Hey, that's a smart move. Yeah. Smart move. Well, so basically, everybody yeah. knows. Oh, the Gophers in the middle chair because later on today's show, Sir Yacht. Cleveland sports fans, if you're active on social media, you know who Sir Yacht is. I'm guessing you know who yeah, he is. Sir Yacht. Apparently, he's yeah. got yeah. half a million followers TikTok on TikTok. Followers. Yes, very active on social media. Yeah. He's going to be right Funny here. guy, musician, kind of in the vein of Mike Polk. I think he's a young Mike Polk. That's, That's, more, young than Mike Polk. Mike Polk. That's more than fair. Right. Yeah. Um, super nice guy. He's going to be on the program. Aditi's here today for her day. And also, we're going to talk in just a little bit about a Browns wideout that a little bit of controversial comments yesterday as it pertains to Baker Mayfield talking to Mary Kay Cabot. We'll dive into those in just a little bit, but we wanted to start with news of the day mm -hmm. because obviously we all know we're on Deshaun Watson watch and really guys, I, there is no news no. unless I'm missing something. We're like fathers in like the uh, waiting room, just pacing back and forth. You know, that's what it feels like waiting to find out if it's a boy or yeah. a girl. And by that, I mean six six games or a year. Yeah, you know? it's kind of I mean, like maybe in the waiting room of the '50s. Nowadays, the man is in the in the room. That's true. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I know. And, through COVID, and and no 1950s. I should have said. And, and he had he, he had a, a two three shots of scotch on the rocks. That's and, true. Oh and yeah. Three Marlboro lights. Uh huh. Like, Absolutely. In, in the, the hospital. hospital. In the right. hospital. In the baby. Room. And the doctor smoking a cigarette, yeah. too. He's just like, ah. Lord, yeah, right. Lord, Lord. Yeah. Look, What's going on down here? When I, when I first came, broke into TV, it was the late 80s. Yeah. And I, I was never more surprised. I went to Bowling Green, and our, our facilities there were clean, and there was never any food, drink, or smoking yeah. allowed in the control room. Yeah. My first job was in Kentucky, where they try to get kids hooked on smoking at around Sure. Uh -huh. Absolutely. It's, it's the national, you know, it's, I mean, it's the state <laughs> business. Is yeah. It's on the flag. Tobacco. Yeah, I kids remember I, a cigarette. I walked into the control room and I literally I couldn't see anything <laughs> because it was just a big puff of smoke. Uh huh. Every yeah. person at the control room was smoking. Yep. And you could barely breathe when you would walk in. There. It's probably there was still one like guy that smoking in a hole in his throat. Yeah. You know? <laughs> smoking through the hole in the throat right. so he could yell at people at yeah. the same time. Have you, ever, have you ever been in a state where they're like still like haven't given up on that? Sometimes I think it was West Virginia was one of the last holdouts. Yeah, going, North I, Carolina, all you, the tobacco states. Yeah, you yeah. go into one of those places and you're like really you're still doing this I know. yeah it is it is amazing yeah I still see today I see far fewer smokers today than it is 10 years and now I can't stand it no because, because when I was in college anymore when I was in college you'd go to the bar and you'd stink like cigarettes yeah. by the wake end up of the, the night. next morning you smell your, pile of your hair everything, everything stunk. but oh, now yeah, if yeah. anybody smokes I don't 
I don't have a single friend that I know of that smokes. Yeah, I don't think so I do. So whenever either. I'm around at ever at any point someone that smokes, it makes me nuts. I yeah, can't stand it. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, it's, it's I bartended crazy. in that mess for a few uh, years. Probably yeah. lost. Like you have six, black lung. I lost like six years of my life. Yeah. It was like I worked in a coal mine. Yeah, you have the black <laughs> lung. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. And I, I would check regularly. I would throw my clothes out when I got home. Oh, sometimes I'm like, these are coming clean. Just go to the thrift store the next day and buy your outfit for the night. Buy it back. Let's call for breeze. Yeah. Hang them boys up. Breeze mixed with nicotine is still gross. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a New York City cab driver, smells like. Yeah, exactly. Long story short, folks, we are going to come give you up-to-date information as soon as we hear it. could come that's any right. moment, and if it happens on the show, we will cut in live and tell you everything that's going on. And here's the other thing. If it happens at 2.30 today, we're immediately launching. We're, yeah. we're, we're hitting the launch code. We'll send right. us back down And here. the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show will be live, giving mm-hmm. you all the latest news on when this happens. And, guys, I, I'm a little leery of the fact that it's so quiet right now. Yeah. Like, sometimes the calm before the storm is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, there was a couple of smoke signals. I think it was... Josina, Josina said tweeted, that she maybe. Had, right, what she said was, that she said there was a source that she spoke to last week that she asked, hey, could we find out this week? And the person originally said no. And then she spoke to the person again, I believe, on Sunday about could we hear on Monday? And that person then said maybe. Yeah. So, but obviously it didn't happen. I, I, we're and looking that's, at the, and that's the, the news. news. We're that's looking the, at the, the, smoke, <laughs> the smoke stack, and we're waiting yeah. for the smoke right, signals right. uh-huh. to rise. Yes. As, as I was sneaking and peeking in and out of the jury deliberation room, uh-huh. like, hey, they're they going to let me out of here. I was looking at my phone, and they had the thing where Deshaun Watson was going to a photo shoot, right, mm-hmm. or something. And they made him walk weirdly across the street? Yeah, like he was Browns, like, can we drive the, the look, can, okay. we, can like, we drive him in the cart? Why is Deshaun Watson, full uniform, walking across the street in Berea as cars are about to hit him? What do you think the cars that drove by were thinking? That's Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Yo, facts, Nuts. right? And the fact that the fact that he's shooting promos, it hit me like, man. So this dude is really on your squad, and yeah, here's the here's the golf cart. <laughs> I love this. Why couldn't the this golf cart take great. him across the street? That's what I didn't understand. He could have pulled up. They, they said, okay, the end of the road here, Deshaun. What happened? Get out and walk. This is a really janky look, Cleveland. This, this is, is not how we should be treating our eighty million dollar quarterback. And that's their, and that's their PR guy, Peter John Baptiste. With yeah. Yeah. I just meant this next season. I mean, that's embarrassing. When people see that happen at Jerry's World right there. No. Come on now, Cleveland. When, when, when people see Can you this, see Tom Brady doing that? No, he's not getting that off. Tom Crossing Br- Dale Mabry in, in Tampa to get a photo shoot? But but when you look at this, he's he's going to do a photo shoot. He's yeah. in the building. When fans actually see him, I think it, it raises their anxiety a little bit. Because yeah. it's like, well, the dude is there. He, he He's healthy. He can play. And now I, there's a whole lot of people after they saw that. My dad and, and a bunch of other people called me and said, hey, man. They gotta give. They gotta give us some sort of what's the name? Some sort of verdict here, man. I we I saw Deshaun Watson at practice. He had his uniform on. Yeah. I think the longer it goes and the more days that they practice, the angst is gonna rise considerably every I, single day. I'm in a chat group with a bunch of guys I've known for years. We we were in a fantasy football league together, right? I think every day I get. Hey, Bull, what's going on? Yeah. What's the I, latest? Talk? Like, I have some secret information yeah, listen, that I, I haven't We all shared. get that. And my, my buddy calls me today. What do you think about Deshaun Watson in the draft? Where we draft him? Like, where, where do I take him? Because it's a good question. Yeah, well, fantasy owners <laughs> have the same question right. that the Browns have. Yes. What, what do we do with Turmoil. this guy? Yeah. You know what? I, you just said something that was interesting to me. You said it's starting to get real. Like, you see him in the full game yeah. uniform, yeah. not the sure. shells. Yes. The game uniform. I, I thought When I saw that yesterday, too, it hit like a reality button for me. And then I decided... Am I, I don't want to get excited and then be let down for the suspension. So I, I told myself, when am I going to have the goosebump moment where I'm like, holy hell, he's ours. He's okay. It's yeah. going to be, and now picture this, the game's on Fox or wherever it is. Yeah. And they come back from the, from the opening kickoff. Let's introduce the starting lineup for the Cleveland Browns. And he comes up and he says, Deshaun Watson, quarterback, Clemson. That's when I'm going to have my goosebump moment. When, when, when it's because it could be week eight before we see that it could be next year. Yeah, but whenever we see that I'm probably going to start to weep like a child because you got to think about it like for, for your emotions for four years. We saw Baker Mayfield come out there, right? Mm-hmm. Right wrong or different. That's a relationship. Mm-hmm. You've been out here four years like you invested. You invested time. You invested money in jerseys everything your Sundays and emotional and capital. emotional, right? Yeah, so even for me that I thought they could upgrade from Baker. 
it's still this 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 newness in my stomach because I don't I haven't seen another quarterback mm -hmm. here and not a good one. I, at least the quarterback that I saw here at Baker gave me some moments. So so now I'm sitting here thinking like, well, I hope we get some moments and I want so I want those moments, but it's it's the reality of of being in a new relationship, right? The, the ups and downs, the you know whether he's going to be please don't get injured moments, like those type of things. And and I think it was really poignant to see it when he put the jersey on. I, I was like, you, I'm like, man, hell, I don't yeah, know. it's real. But you know how at the baseball trade deadline there'll be trade rumors involving your team, right? And right. you'll hear a rumor. Like when they got Andrew Miller, right? For a little while before that, there was rumors that maybe they'd get, and you ha and you hear that rumor as a as an Indians fan at the time, that they might acquire Andrew Miller. You already got a good team. We know how good Andrew Miller is, and in the time from when you first hear the rumor until the time the trade happens, you have this like, oh my God, are we going to yeah. get any, like this? This weird... could be the missing piece. And and we and in a way, this Deshaun Watson thing has been that because. He's on the team, but it doesn't feel like he's fully on the team until we know when we're going to actually see him play in a game. It'll feel like we traded for him all over again. In a way, it will be. runs onto yes. that field. But yes. you guys did not get a goosebump moment watching him walk slowly across the street after getting <laughs> off of a golf cart. To. I wanted to, but I'm like, what are we making him what an, do? Just what an yeah. inauspicious entry into he's our world. He's a franchise, he, and he's what crossing seriously? the street. Wouldn't it be amazing, like, not really, but wouldn't it be amazing if he got hit by a car and <laughs> it was Tony it. Grossi oh, driving the car? <laughs> Tony Grossi driving. No, none of that would be amazing. It would be absolutely catastrophic. Be terrible. It would be the most brown thing ever, but it would not be amazing. Would, yeah. It would not be amazing. Would Tony finally get fired in any work. Do you think he had a moment of doubt, like regret about the whole Cleveland thing when he was getting off you the know golf what? cart? I wondered that. Oh, I, yeah. listen, I, like, what I wonder am I doing? what's going through Deshaun's mind when they actually <laughs> stopped the golf cart and said, like, you All right, Deshaun, off. end of the end of the road. As far as I can go. You gotta walk the rest of the way. Uh -huh. And I'm Where? sure as he's hearing his cleats click clack over on the concrete, <laughs> right. he's thinking. I never did this in Houston, guys. <laughs> I want to know. I never did this in Houston. Thank you for this video, by the way, Jake. This is amazing. By but, the way. It is great. Yeah. But, like, what is this golf cart driver doing? He's so busy. I know. What, where's he got to go that he can't drive him the rest of the way there? I don't know. Maybe he's not licensed to go he's on the go. road. Peter, check both ways. Good job, Deshaun. Deshaun, check both ways. Very good. On, on, a, on a serious tip, what I is think, he thinking? I think he's thinking when he has that uniform on, he's probably thinking, I thought I would never have this uniform on. I yeah. thought I would never be. Is this car coming speeding up? Right. Is, is, is that nice cream truck I hear? I am walking <laughs> across the street to take this picture in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. I told them I wasn't coming and showing up, but I think his, his agent said this. It's not. Hey, if you win there, they'll forget everything that just happened. Hundred percent. Oh, without question, McNuggets. What's up? I have a legitimate question. I have not been to the Browns facility in Berea, so yeah. in is that Berea. Ahead, is sorry. that the parking lot that the players cross daily to get no, to the no, facility? No, no, no. That's where the media the parks. And they go left if you're if you're coming towards the facility. And it's it's a fully gated mm -hmm. parking yes, lot. Yes, that parking lot that you're seeing I, there is where the media that's parks. That's where trash like us have to park in the cross the street. I don't know going where they – I don't know what's over there. I never knew there was anything over there. That building behind the parking lot I just thought was like an old factory or something. I don't know I what it even, is. I've never paid any attention never. to what's – Because that's behind the main parking lot. Where the media park. Please where never stop park. showing yeah. this video. Please never stop showing no, I, this yeah, video. It's the best. I want to just bring it up randomly throughout There's the no hustle there. Can we get a little hustle from Peter and Deshaun? No, I wonder what Peter's thinking. No sense of urgency. I'm See, Deshaun, I hate to ask you to do this, but we got to walk. <laughs> if you have never walked on concrete uh -huh. with cleats, oh, it's yeah. a slippery slope. Oh, you out of here? Is he yeah. wearing? He, oh, I guess you he out would of be here. And you can tell he's going photos. very tenuously, step by step. Yeah. You will find yourself in a storm drain, like yeah. just uh, like you know, he had them big long cleats. No, on. the real story. You talk about this crazy car crash. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? Oh, had he slipped God. walking yep. on that pavement oh, and injured himself? God. Oh, the memes. Oh. And there's video to prove it. Oh my God. God. I've never been more scared. Thank God of a, that didn't I've happen. never been more scared of an individual that plays with my team being injured. Like, <laughs> but if you wanted to live in bubble land, yeah, yeah, like it's just weird. I don't know why, because I'm not one of them dudes. Like I'm not. I've been injured a lot. You come back, you figure this shit, you yeah. go do your thing. I just don't know. Maybe it's just the level of of assets and just it's like what we've got invested. Is he? In. I mean, yes. he got everything you know. invested. In it's this like dude. it's like, like crashing a Lamborghini. 
You know? Yep. It's a different feeling than when you crash a Ford Fiesta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, wait, I just yes. crashed my, uh -huh. especially We're when like, you don't have a Josh yes. McCown's hurt again. All right. Well, who's behind him? <laughs> yeah, right. That's where you, that's what we're used to. Luke you know? and his team it's, brothers. It's nice to have a quarterback that, that would hurt to lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That you would really <laughs> cry yeah. real man tears yes. over. So, so, you know what? I, we, from here on, let's not talk about hypothetical issues. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Hey, chat, we sorry. I'm not talking oh, that about reality. <laughs> oh, the <laughs> insert. <laughs> I, you know there's he sorry. didn't even drive him to the curb. By the way, not even to the curb. You, you know there's some like scout, the guy who thinks he's a scout, Browns fan right now, going, he's got good fluid hips still. He's got good <laughs> I like his. Nice swag. Nice swag. I, I like, like his gait. He's got a good gait. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, no, he's ready to go. You he's ready know. to go. You never know he tore his ACL. Exactly. That was Jeff Shadell's column in the paper this morning. <laughs> this guy. That's his stick. Uh, Jeff, I love you, Jeff. Everybody. I know you're watching. I know. Yeah, Bull's killing everybody. Uh -huh. Okay, uh, let's let's move on. And, and by the way, if we get any whiff of news, because now yeah. we're, we're starving for anything on this, we'll be sure that we, um, that we pass it along to you. And we've got... 18 people, I think we just increased the staff, 18 people are looking and refreshing all yep. kinds of Twitter accounts nonstop. Throughout and our we have an interview coming up with the kid who's driving that golf cart. He's going to tell us how <laughs> everything went. What did he say as he exited the uh -huh. car? We're going to hear everything, man. We're going to get to the bottom of all this Watson news. I just want to know where he was going. I know it was to take a picture, but like why? Yeah. You couldn't take the picture on the other side of the street? Yeah, it's very strange. Did you want the, the facility in the background? It's poor. It, it doesn't speak much for, I guess, the, the head office and the organization, the fact that we didn't Can we build a bridge? Can yeah. we build a build bridge? bridge build the a freaking bridge to this place so Deshaun Watson, <laughs> the $250 million quarterback, is not walking across the street. Doesn't have to be what dodging. What the hell is happening? He's dodging Dodge caravans while he's trying to cross the street. That's not good. And if the at the very least, Peter John Baptiste should be carrying him across the street, <laughs> right? Or at least walking in front of him to shield him from any car. Uh -huh. yes. Can you imagine being the driver of one of those cars, yep. though? Because you know they'd be like, oh, look, there's a Browns player. Because you know where you are. <laughs> yeah, You're right. Like, no, 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 that's not a Browns player. That's yeah. freaking Deshaun Watson. Yeah. That's no, it's not. The people were slamming on the brakes. <laughs> it is Deshaun Watson. I really, I will say this. I love the way they do training camps. I love the fact that the training camp is in the back of like a suburban neighborhood. Mm -hmm. like, it is. Yeah, I think that's like, awesome. I think it's so cool. I like love you, it. you see people back there cutting their grass. Yeah. Yep. It's just yeah. like crazy. Do you man. remember a couple years ago they tried to float it out that they were going to put it in Columbus? Oh yeah, I heard. And oh, they really God. did. And they floated it. You know they wanted to move it there too to try and expand the base, and they thought they'd get more people and stuff, and they. And people they went. already have us. Yeah, yeah. And people went ape. Yeah. And, well, and they thought that's a perfect example, though, of them being out of touch and not understanding the fan base is them thinking, nobody will care. It's just training camp. We'll put it down it, in Columbus. Yeah. We're just like, you're going to watch yeah. the people. Yeah. I mean, there? it's such a great experience. I've spent a ton of time in Berea with the yeah. training camp, and it is so great. It's, the fans are on top of the players. I yeah. mean, the fans have so much fun. There are fans that can't afford tickets to a game, and no. that's exactly. that might be their only chance. I know up, up it's great, and, and the players usually sign autographs, and and the interaction and the experience for the fans is amazing. And also, what's funny is a guy can make a okay to above average oh. catch. The place erupts uh -huh. like it was a game-winning touchdown. Yep. Yeah, and it's practice. Uh, we're like that's the new Terrell Owens. Uh, as soon as we see that, <laughs> what's his name? What is that guy's name? He's from Mount Union. Hey, uh, <laughs> you, know, you know he's telling his wife. He's like, yep. hey, 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 that guy over there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Watch his footwork. <laughs> Watch his footwork. Yeah. She's over there like, yeah, honey. The other thing was, especially. <laughs> he's awesome. Especially over the past, you know, 20 or so years, training camp was like, that was our time of most hope, too. Yeah. You right. know, and we were in was, first place. Yes, so we could always just, we could always pretend. We're like, maybe Charlie Fry can do this. <laughs> like, you could really convince yourself of that at that point in the Lord. season every year. Yeah. Was, it, I'm just uh. glad that it, they didn't take it away from us. I'd be furious. Yeah, no, that, that, I don't think that'll ever happen. No. No. You know, that'll happen after they take orange out of the uniform scheme. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, that ain't never, that never happen. Either. Speaking of terrible uniforms, <laughs> can I sidebar us for a second? Yes, because you can. Were we ever on a bar? Did no. you talk about okay. helmets yesterday? Uh, no. Did we? Uniform. We did not talk about helmets. Oh, Anthony did top five best city basketball uniforms. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he, he made terrible choices. But oh. how awful were those Red Sox uniforms last night? You know, I, I was watching the game and my wife said, what the hell is this? Yellow and blue? Yeah. I've how never did that seen ever those. become a thing it's for the, the Red Sox? Just to give you a little context, those were the colors of the Boston Strong Movement after the marathon bombing, which is a, it's an homage that? to them. I, I don't know why they decided to go with that for the city uh, edition uniforms, but that is where that color scheme comes wow. from. Yeah, well, it's awful. Wow. I didn't get it. Yeah, no. yeah. But it's all, it's obvious about selling jerseys. Right. You know, everybody, the fans. That's kind of gross. Like, I got to have that yellow one. I don't have that one. I got 19, but I don't have that one. I don't one. have that right. tragedy based one. 
Gross. I mean, that's gross. Yeah, it's kind of cynical. Kind of yeah. Right? Yeah, we like to forget about uh -huh. tragedies. We don't like to be reminded of them. Yeah. Either. You don't think, you think that's okay? You think it's okay? I think it's wrong. He said to tragedy. Yeah. Tragedy. So each team will have a tragedy-based uniform. Yep. What would Cleveland's be? Oh, don't. Where do we start? Uh, flames. <laughs> no, it would be Flames. Yeah. From this could be a full topic another day. Let's let's save that. All right. Cleveland that, burning That could be Cuyahogas. a fun topic, actually. That would be. <laughs> Our tragedy could you imagine based? the uniform? Bottlegate. Driftwood. <laughs> pictures of Driftwood on fire. <laughs> All we right. gotta talk. We do have to talk about at some point Balloon Fest, and I will if you guys aren't familiar oh, with this. Listen, the piece that you did that ran on What's New, yeah, yeah, is worthy of running. We should run it, yeah, yeah. On, on this. So, so my real quick summary. Yeah. Uh, it was a um, in the <laughs> '80s. It was for the United Way or something, and they tried to break a world record as far as how many balloons you could put into the air at the same time. Not thinking of the horrible ecological, disa ecological sure. disasters. Not thinking about where these balloons might go. Needless to say, it didn't end well. <laughs> and next week we'll share that piece. It's that a I, great a piece. story. It's like a little. It's a little learning. Uh, a little learning mechanism. <laughs> it's something for you guys. that all Clevelanders should know mm. about. Yes. I remember it when it happened, but mm -hmm. I never really, you know. It, it was pre-internet. Yeah, right. I didn't dive. No. You couldn't dive into it to find out more about to, it. The, I had but to, you really educated. I had us to find it. like weird. I had to go weird places to find like tape for that. You got it. You had like interviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From from, from people, when it happened. He went yeah. to adult bookstores. Went to adult, anywhere I had to go. Why you know? don't Why don't people learn from their past? He's like, hey, let's do the Hindenburg Classic. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like every every go wrong in the world. Yeah, I like the way you put it. It didn't go as planned. No, it was an abject failure. That's a team. Disaster. Okay, um, let's move on to uh, which offensive player we think needs Deshaun Watson most. So when you look at the cast of characters that are on this offense, yeah, Bull, who do you think is going to miss him most? It's easy, and it's a guy who had his rookie season destroyed by our former quarterback Baker Mayfield, <laughs> and that's Anthony Schwartz. Anthony wow, Schwartz, choice. What if we see? It's easy to write off Anthony Schwartz because he was terrible as a rookie, right? But we knew coming in when they drafted him, they drafted him in the third round. This guy was not a seventh-round pick. He was a third-round pick. Based on speed. Based on speed. And what we knew about him was he had a long way to go as a player. He was a raw prospect with great raw athletic ability. Now, what does that mean? It means that his strength, if he has one, is the ability to go downfield, right, and the deep throw. Well, if I've got uh, Jacoby Brissett at quarterback, I'm not chucking the ball downfield. Right. I'm being conservative with my throws. I'm running the football. I'm not taking the deep shots, but what did Deshaun Watson do in Houston when he had Will, a healthy Will Fuller? He took deep shots. Now, maybe Anthony Schwartz will never be as good as Will Fuller. I don't know, but let's not set the bar that high because that's right. a ridiculous bar. Right, but that's what you drafted him for, right. to get those deep shots, to be that kind of player. Well, at least take the top off of defense so things will open up yes. in the middle. And if there's any hope of that happening, it's going to happen with Watson and yeah. not with Percent. That's a really interesting selection, and we're going to talk more about Schwartz and his comments on Baker Mayfield right after <clears> this topic. But I can, I can see your point. For a guy like that to reach his full potential, he has to have a quarterback that can take advantage of his right. top-end speed. Yeah. And Baker clearly couldn't hit him deep. I don't know that there were a lot of – I didn't see a lot of tape last year where I was saying, oh, my God, he's wide no. open. No. So it might have been a little presumptuous by Schwartz to say it's Baker's fault. But – Well, he blamed Baker. He didn't really blame – he blamed – he more well. We'll get into we'll get it. In a into, second, yeah, but, we'll get into but, that. We'll get into that. But, but I, again, but, my point was, I didn't see a lot of of the catch twenty two tape where no. he, he was just running free and, no. and Baker just couldn't get him the ball. No. I, I think last year with Schwartz, it, I think it was a little bit of a, a Stefanski thing too. When you watch Kansas City, right? Kansas City has guys, and they'll say, "You're the Tyreek Hill. You're you're uh, you're a guy that's gonna get jet motion. You're gonna get." Orbit right. motion. You're going to do reverses. You're going to do all the quick bubble stuff. And, and usually, when you talk about an offense that is lining up in two or three tight ends, that's just not part of your game. Plan, right. It's well, not. we got. So, there's going to be a lot less of that this year. I we assume. hope. We hope. Yeah. Who's your player though? Jesus. Oh, <laughs> this was easy. David and Joku. Listen, they gave him a bag of money, a top five bag of money, based on his his raw ability and what his potential could be with Deshaun Watson. So when we look at it in terms of red zone targets, right? When you're in the red zone, one of the things that I think the Browns are going to be really good this year or as far as the red zone is because as a defensive player, you have to stop 
one of three or four things, right? If you don't have a running quarterback in a traditional drop back quarterback, I don't have to worry about anything. It was read options. I don't have to worry about any bootlegs. I don't have to worry about no scrambles or anything like that. So now that you got Deshaun Watson that in that that yardage is dangerous. He can run all the three of those things plus RPOs. He's going to be a focal part of what they want to do. Then you talk about the, the two running backs. Do so you have two running backs where you just can't line up and just put everybody in the box with the running back. So now you have to, to say I got to stop Chubb or Hunt and Deshaun Watson. And now I have a guy in Amari Cooper who was a surgeon down there as far as his footwork and catching the football. He, when you watch some of his pivot routes, some of his slant routes, and how he sets his defender up on the goal line, he's one of the best to do it down in those little short areas. But then David and Joku, now you got to think of it like this: Hey, you're going to be getting singled up by a linebacker. They can't afford. To, to devote too much attention to you because if you ask me who do I need to stop Deshaun Watson Nick Chubb Kareem Hunt or Amari Cooper yes yes <laughs> so they gonna have David and Joku one-on-one with a safety sometimes a linebacker and I think one of the things that Deshaun Watson can do so well is scramble reposition he throws a very catchable ball in the end zone and I think one of the things that always disappointed me about Baker was the fact that when we, we we were run fades down on the goal line, I would just be like, bro, that's a punt. We might as well get the field goal team out because yeah. sometimes there was OBJ didn't matter and Joku it didn't matter. We just couldn't get on the same page because he was just throw the ball out of bounds. You got to give a guy a chance to catch it. But I, I, I seriously believe that David and Joku needs uh, Deshaun Watson if he's going to live up to that contract. And I agree. I actually that was mine as well as D uh, David Njoku, but I think it's most obvious they invested in him assuming we're all baffled by that investment obviously, but it only makes sense if, if that you think of them as doing it because they assume that he's going to have this quarterback throwing to him. And I also think that he's going to be relied upon more than uh, more than he might otherwise because of the relative lack of depth at wide receiver. But I will go, I'll argue Donovan Peoples-Jones. I'll go to the law firm just for this uh, segment right now because I think that it is incredibly important to him that he plays. Because uh, I, don't think he's, I don't think he's elite necessarily, but you know what an elite quarterback can make a, an average wide receiver look like. Do you guys think, and no offense to my fellow Kent State alum, Julian Edelman, but do you think that he'd be he'd have had the career that he had without Tom Brady throwing? You can name seven or eight guys. You know what I mean? Certainly not. That yes. actually became free agents and yep. went yeah. to other teams and yep. made a boatload of money. And three games in, the general manager and the coach were saying, "Like, what the hell did we pay this guy?" Danny for? Amendola is dead. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. But, but Brady made all yep. of those guys better. Just to counter the argument of Najoku, I don't think Najoku's going to actually be hurt by Jacoby Brissett because because Jacoby Brissett. Unlike Watson, who is immensely talented, and Baker, who is more talented than Jacoby Brissett, but thinks he's even better than he is, Jacoby Brissett, I'm confident, knows who he is in the yeah. NFL. Is that fair to say? Force things. Right. Number two, Jacoby doesn't make things happen with his legs. He's not a I mean, he's not a terrible athlete, but he's not a runner. He's not Watson. He's not getting out of there and taking off. So I think. If he's under pressure, if it's a, a short situation, and he's got to get rid of the ball quickly, and especially with, with Brissett, the defense is going to be even more focused on the Browns' running game with Brissett out mm -hmm. there. So I think the running backs will be under more pressure, and I think there'll be a lot of times when Ujoku will be the safety valve and, and Brissett will take advantage of it. And but, tight ends often are the safety valve in offenses, and particularly yes. Stefanski's, and we know how much Stefanski likes to lean on the tight yes. end. So he... I agree with you that we should see a banner year from Njoku, no matter right. who the quarterback yes. is. And I don't know that you can say that for anybody else. And you guys are going to kill me for this. And this is the biggest cop-out answer I've ever given. <laughs> I know. Are you going to say Jacoby Brissett? I'm putting the target on my chest. <laughs> yeah. Right? No, not. Okay. I'm putting the target on my chest before I give you the answer. But yeah. I thought about this. I really did. I thought about it. I, I went from one player to the other to the other. And now I'm listening to you guys. Mm -hmm. We heard four different names mentioned. So here's the right answer. You guys are all partially right. Great. The right answer is everybody. Ah, it is bull. Come on now. Is is well, Chubb sure. not, yeah, Chub not going to benefit? Yeah. 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 Everybody will. Yeah. Everybody will. Every single player on this roster. Now I know the question was who most benefits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I honestly think that you're trying to measure the immeasurable there, because you don't know what someone's going to be between Brissett and between Deshaun until you see it. I just think that every single skills position player on this team 
is going to be markedly better when number four is under center. To, to your point. It is so, true at a so, cop-out at the so same time. So, guess what? It is. It is <laughs> so, he, a cop-out. Jay, it's a bad answer. Jay is on board with the 1,400 by Nick Chubb. He's also on board <laughs> with the 900 from Njoku. I am. He's also on board with the 900 from Kareem Hunt. Only, this is a banner year. Only if we get Deshaun Watson for at least double-digit games. Yes. Okay. If yes. we get Deshaun Watson for eight or six or anything less than ten, I'm not on board with those numbers. Those numbers are ridiculous. <laughs> I love those numbers, and I hit my knees every night and pray for those numbers. Yeah. But I really do think that, and that's what good quarterbacks do, right? The, 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 the superior quarterbacks in this league yeah. are paid what they're, what they're paid because Njoku's going to give you more production. Mm-hmm. Chubb's going to give you more production. Hunt's going to give you more production. And you touched on it, and, and it's very simple as to why. The reason Deshaun Watson is paid what he's paid is because he checks all the boxes on the things that he can do. Tom Brady can't move. Right. Tom yeah. Brady can make everybody better, but when you're preparing to play Tom Brady, his kryptonite is his lack of mobility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So teams start to game plan there. Where the hell do you start to game plan for Deshaun Watson? No. Yeah. He will get out on the edge and beat you. He can RPO and read things very quickly. His decision-making has always been right and quick. He's got the physical skill set to throw it. He's got the physical skill set to run it. And he's got the tools around him. So, for me, I think everybody benefits greatly when number four is in there. And I don't know that I can tell you definitively that one player will benefit more over everybody else. Yeah, one more yeah, one more yeah. uh, point for Donovan Peoples, for the law firm, though. Mm-hmm. And, and my, my assertion that he is the one who would benefit the most. There's a good chance that he might disappear and we'll never hear of him You're again. You're right. If, if he... If, uh, that quarterback doesn't play for with him this year. He could. He's one of those players that could just completely fall off, and we might never see again. Yeah. But if Watson comes in, and Schwartz is still on a rookie contract, and Joku's paid for uh, all of eternity now, whereas uh, with Peoples Jones, this is a really make or break year for him. I feel yeah. like he you becomes know? Greg Little. It real definitely quickly. is. Yeah, it definitely. Know, is. You know, yeah. he's the one who's whose who's meal is meal ticket next year. Is but but do do you, we agree that I wouldn't be surprised if he comes out? And say, for instance, he's out here playing, and he he, he just clicks, right? Mm-hmm. He's playing with Watson. I wouldn't be surprised if he pulls out a career year. One hundred percent, I could totally see that, especially with not all, all the he's anything's not, on the table. Anybody could have success with a great quarterback. Yeah, uh, and you know. and without him, anybody can fail miserably. That's but it's right. the people who are on the periphery, yeah. like those people who are on the border, that benefit the most. I feel even more. Yeah. Than, yeah. Stars can stars can be stars in more places than one. You got to be in the right situation, and I feel like he's that player. Yeah, like he, who could he, really. He probably does need him most for his future in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Chubb isn't going away. No. Hunt isn't going away. All these, you know, the Njoku right. and Cooper, those guys are, they're, they're solid. Yep. But to your point of the periphery guys who really haven't shined yet, they haven't done anything yet to prove they belong, they desperately need four out there so they can put yep. up some numbers. All right, we talked briefly. We touched on the Schwartz comments. McNuggets, if we can, and Steve, let's put those on the screen so people can sort of digest what was said. Schwartz was doing an interview with Mary Kay Cabot. And here's this what is he the lead, by the way. This is not what Schwartz said. This was Mary Kay Cabot's lead to her. Oh, story I thought you yesterday. were pulling his quotes. I okay. did. We got. We'll two have quotes. those too. Yeah. Okay. But this is the lead because I think it's worth reading. Would you like me to read it? Yeah, Dave, please go ahead. This was from Mary Kay's column directly. This is the lead of the story. Anthony Schwartz, the Browns' 2021 third-round receiver out of Auburn, spent his entire rookie season incurring the wrath of the Baker bros and trying to shake the rap as the guy who caused Mayfield shoulder injury when he stopped on his deep route in week two. She says Baker bros. I, I love that Mary Kay is using the term that I created. I actually don't know that I created it, but I <laughs> probably it. used it the Trademark. most I, Here's my thing, though. Love it. I don't, I don't think that's true. The wrath of Baker bros. I, when, I, when I first read this, I thought, Wow, I must have been in like a four or six week coma last year. I missed that storyline. Think about the intensity. I don't ever of- remember anybody trying to vilify Anthony Schwartz for the injury. I don't. She the gets a lot more correspondence Baker's than we fault. do, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Like she gets constantly people Well, she's not her. even. She's. Uh, okay, yeah, that's true. She's saying that. Yes. I didn't yeah, hear no, it much. It's, yeah, yeah. it's her words. Right. I, I just. I don't remember that ever being a dominant storyline where anybody was saying, it's Schwartz's fault. If you watch that play. It, Schwartz is, you can argue or not that Schwartz stopped on the route and that yeah. led to the interception. That happens all the time in the NFL. Yeah, right. And that happened, and I think in the body of the article and during the interview, Schwartz even fell on that sword. Here's yeah. the quote. Do you yeah, want to hear it? Re- yeah, read that quote. Right, for let's context. take it, Steve. 
It may then this is Anthony Schwartz. This right. is not Mary Kay, this is Anthony Schwartz. It mainly bothered me because I kind of felt like some people were trying to this blame me for something. This is not what's up on the screen. Yeah, right. you got something else up there. Steve, go back one. This is, uh, no, shorts He one. says in this you one, that's one, one of the plays from last year I wish Good. I could take back. Right, right, right. I think he, he's, Here we go. We just had him backwards. He Here understands what he did. It mainly bothered me because I kind of felt like some people were trying to blame me for something when we both did something wrong on that play. I didn't finish the play, and I don't think he made the right read. But we were both wrong, and unfortunately, it ended up. Okay, like so that. keep that up, and let's sort of parse that out a little bit. It mainly bothered me because I kind of. So he's he's not even like, he's just sort of tepidly in on that. Felt like people were trying to blame me for something when we both did something wrong. I just don't remember that ever. There was being no a backlash from the media. Mary Kay's probably talking to the when she says the Baker Bros. It's <clears> not really. You know, I call some people the media Baker Bros. But she, really, it's about the fans. But do you I, remember that being? I a, don't remember that. It, it doesn't mean it didn't happen. I mean, it was a while ago. I, well, I don't could remember. Could there have been two or three fans? Yeah, there were two or three fans I that burned people. LeBron jerseys. And yeah. we all got yeah. negatively tattooed as we, you burned LeBron's true. No, That's true. a couple so, of idiots did, but yeah. not. So I don't I remember idiots, that being this prevalent storyline from last year. I don't year. remember it being uh, that. It was Baker's fault 100%, and I don't think anybody has ever argued that. Here's, here's what that is. It, it was a rookie comment, right? I, you saw, have you ever noticed why when you were younger, it just seems like school was like 10 years long. One mm. year was like, yeah, oh right. my God, I remember everything. And I always wonder why nostalgic, why you got nostalgia and, and you just felt like everything was so more deep and in, in, mm -hmm. in depth and you remember it like it was crazy. But as you get older, guess what? The years are to go faster, faster, faster. And so I watched this guy, psychologist say, you know what? When you were younger and you're nine years old, one year is one ninth of your life. Right. So you, you it's That's a pretty lot. big. Yeah. By the time you get to be 41, one year is 141 or 42nd in your mm -hmm. life. So when you're Anthony Schwartz and you got 10 receptions, you 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 don't really aren't really in a game like that. Your opportunities when you get in the game, that play is magnified because he didn't play that much. Right. Mm -hmm. It's right. huge to him. He's like, yeah. Everybody else is like, hey dog, I played six years. I Later, played, that's not a big thing. Yeah, it's one him, play, let it go. To him, he's it's the biggest thing. That was his season in a nutshell, even yeah. though the outside people. But I don't like him. I don't that. like him using this fake torrent of criticism on yeah. him for why he had a bad season. Because I don't think that's completely truthful. I don't I don't I don't Remember yeah. anybody saying we got to deal Schwartz because he got our quarterback? No, we hurt. all were down Baker on him. Baker was to blame. Yes. Baker, look, interceptions happen. Rodgers throws them. Brady throws them. With the exception of Brett Favre and like Superman type physical specimens that just love to play the contact, quarterbacks pretty much get the drill. You throw the interception, you get the hell out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And Baker's decision to go after the the ball carrier and yes. make the, that was on him. And I think he would tell yes. you that he made a mistake doing that. Anthony Schwartz. Look, can I talk to Anthony Schwartz? Put the camera on me here for a second. Anthony, you should be proud if people blame you. You have saved the Cleveland Browns franchise. <laughs> because of that injury, the Browns now have Deshaun Watson. If Baker had not gotten hurt, he probably would have played decently last year. And the Browns would have settled for the mediocrity that they had and would have stuck with them. And the Browns would be stuck in mediocrity behind 10 teams with significantly better quarterbacks. Instead, they went out, got aggressive, and got Deshaun Watson. And you have saved the day, Anthony Schwartz. So, so we're I like blame a badge you. of honor. But yes. You know where that comes from, him feeling, you know, wronged or whatever is we're not in his Twitter mentions the way right. that he is. He's, yeah. he, the man's right. got a Twitter account. Yeah. I believe I follow him. And if you think that the Baker bros were gentle on him, <laughs> yeah, they said, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. And again, when you're a 20-year-old kid, you magnify right. all the right. meaning of those sorts of things. We all do it. Yeah. Guys, well, I get I get hundreds of tweets at me, like especially if I say something controversial on Twitter, yeah. right? And I could get 500 comments from people telling me they love me, you're right, blah, blah, blah. And then you get five where people say, you're a D-bag, go die, you fat bastard, whatever they say. <laughs> And those things will sometimes stick with me. I've kind of no. gotten over that, but it used to really well, stick with me. Well, you're a grown man. I can understand Schwartz. He's a young yeah. kid. Yeah. And I think the younger you are, the more you live in this fictitious world. Right, social. right, 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 right. Um, don't do that. I don't anymore, but okay, it good. used to affect me. Good. It used to and, affect and, me. And here's the thing. Like, you're right. We don't, yeah. We're not in his mentions. Again, where is the positive? How can anybody ever tell me that social media has made me a better football player? I think sure. Andrew Luck's 
angle on this was the smartest approach I've ever heard by anybody. He wasn't. He doesn't have social media. Mm-hmm. How, how, does, how does that make me a better football player? Everything I do from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed is centered around the idea that I'm going to become a better football player today than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right. If someone can show me how having a social media account will, will do that, then I'll sign up. Right. But please, Anthony, I'm sure his mentions were probably filled with people who were like, it's right. your fault, bro. Yeah. Well, first of all, he's got to be smart enough to understand that unless something that it, unless one of these pieces of criticism goes viral and gets a thousand likes, <clears throat> it's one dude in his right. mom's basement no, who's mad that he's not in your shoes as a wide right, receiver. Right, right, right. So I, don't don't bother with it. Yeah, it just and it drives me nuts. I know we're bringing and if in Aditi. I was Aditi, a coach, it would drive me nuts. I know we're bringing in Aditi. One other thing in the article that I wanted to mention real quick as we bring Aditi in was that later it does talk about, and I can't remember now if she brought it up, Mary Kay, or if if, if uh, Anthony Schwartz brought it up himself. Basically, that Baker wasn't looking for him the rest of the year. That they felt that Baker lost confidence in him. And he, Schwartz said, hey, listen, I don't blame him. You know, it was partly my fault, too. Right. But that Baker never really targeted him much. Because in that first game, well, he that actually had a good game. So, I, I, but that I, happened sometimes. And I want to ask Aditi about that compared to what some of the Steelers have done in the past. Yeah, mm. let's, let's bring Aditi in Yeah, they've in had now. some social media issues. And whenever we bring in a guest, they're joined by us. Through the Gridiron Guys hotline. For a local roofer you can trust, family-owned since 2003, the Gridiron Guys have grown to become Northeast Ohio's top-rated roofers. We exemplify quality work practices and are a valued resource for homeowners and offer a 10-year workmanship warranty. Call 330-753-7967 today for a free estimate or roof inspection. Grid, 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 <laughs> grid iron guys. <laughs> Boom. I, do we need, that was it. Do we need like a music bed? We'll get a music bed under it to kind of make it yep. even better. Absolutely. We'll hit, we'll hit the studio. Yeah. We'll get that. Let's go. We'll crank that out for Let's you. Get it working. Hey, Aditi, how are you? Good morning, guys. I know. Does Adam do that for every grid iron guys guest, or only when I come on? No, it's all of them. Every I do it for everyone. Time. Yeah. yeah, it's got a little more be- energy when you're on, but I do them for all. Oh. <laughs> you know, all right, good. You know, Aditi, we hear that. We over here talking about quarterbacks and, and re- relationships, Baker and Schwartz. I, I remember uh, Ben Roethlisberger having uh, his issues with Antonio Brown, and, mm-hmm. and sometimes you know they started off on one foot and then they went to another, and he became a star. And Antonio Brown has done <clears throat> interviews that said, you know, Ben Roethlisberger had to go to some of the coordinators and say, hey, Antonio Brown should be playing more because I believe in him. Uh, do you believe that you know it? it's imperative that your quarterback has to believe in you. And, and sometimes they can lose a little, um, you know, lose a little faith in you as in um, Schwartz not running a route in the beginning as a rookie. Well, I don't think that there's any question about that. And even before we get to Ben and Antonio, which I think that's a great microcosm or a great example of so many things in a quarterback receiver relationship that can go right and can go wrong. But let's go back to what you were saying about Baker, perhaps not trusting shorts after he quit on that route or after he perhaps didn't fully complete that route all of the best quarterbacks that i've ever seen when something like that happens they immediately go back to that receiver just to help rebuild that receiver's Mm -hmm. confidence and to show i have trust and faith in you and i'll say that that's something that i saw ben roethlisberger do especially in the last five six years of his career you know chase claypool would drop a ball ben would go right back to him and i still remember about five years ago asking him about this and he's like what good is the receiver to me if he doesn't have confidence and if i can't trust in him And what's the quickest way to get that back? The same way that we say a quarterback needs to have a short-term memory, sometimes a receiver does too. And you're just as good as your last play. So give him a chance to have another great play. So I don't love the idea that Shorts thought he was penalized for the rest of the season and never had the opportunity to go and talk to Baker and say, hey, man, I know I let you down on that one play, but please come back to me and I'll make it worth your while. Or let me have a chance to regain your trust. I think that that's vitally important. As for Ben and Antonio, mm-hmm. hmm, which direction there. do we want to go <laughs> oh, in? God. 
And it's funny, I'll say this because you know what? I just had this conversation with somebody yesterday. There's a university that is bringing me in to talk to the team's football players about how the media doesn't always have to be a bad guy and how you can use the media and how you can be smarter in the media and to have that whole conversation. And one of the things that actually came up in this conversation I had yesterday is how Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown were the single most magical connection that I have covered in whatever, more than a dozen years, 13, 14 years of covering the National Football League, I've never seen two receivers be more on the same page, create more magic, I'll use that word again, than the two of them. And even Roethlisberger said to me once that of all the great receivers that he's played with, Heinz Ward and Plexico Burris and San Antonio Holmes and Jericho Cotri and Mike Wallace and Emmanuel Sanders, he said there was just something different with Antonio Brown. It was Mm -hmm. the way the two of them could improvise together, the way that they could read each other's minds, the way that Ben would throw the ball to Antonio Brown when he was triple teamed and he had no business throwing him the ball but he knew that somehow Antonio would come down with the ball. The way that Antonio could break off a route and just find an open space and expect that Ben would find him in that open space, even though that wasn't what was prescribed when the play began. All of that went sour. All of that went sour when there was a Denver Broncos game that ended with Ben Roethlisberger throwing an interception in the end zone and then going on the radio and saying he never expected Marquise Pouncey to push a defensive lineman that deep into the end zone, that A.B. didn't run the route exactly as he wanted him to run the route, and he perhaps he should have just thrown the ball to Juju Smith-Schuster. So in Ben's mind, he was being about as honest as he could have been, talking about the way that he viewed the play. In Antonio's mind, he felt, you're calling a grown man out on the radio. And after that, they just never saw eye to eye in the same way. And it was a fissure. And again, what was the most amazing relationship? So to go back to where you started this whole conversation, G, how important do I think it is that the quarterback and the receiver get on the same page and get along and build some sort of rapport? I think it's everything. I think it's really, truly everything. I think Jamar Chase is a great receiver, but I think he's better because of the rapport that he has with Joe Barrow. Yeah. And yeah. I think that he no makes Burrow better. Hundred percent. They make each other better and their chemistry makes them both better. There's no doubt about it. Aditi, another conversation we were having in really the same vein is what player, what skill position player is most negatively affected by Deshaun Watson missing games. Jay had the cop out answer of everybody, <laughs> which is true. It is everybody. But it's fair. But we we're asking for the best. Uh, G went with David Njoku. Mike went with Donovan Peoples-Jones. I went with Anthony Schwartz being most negatively affected. Uh, we're just throwing the question at you, so it might be a little tricky to, to nail an answer right away. But who do you think? Who's, what was your first thought with who's most negatively affected with Brissett as opposed to Watson? Well, I, again, going back to this idea of building chemistry and building reps, David Njoku right now is being paid like he's the number two receiving option, right? Like yes. I, I yeah. think yep. that if mm-hmm. you are paid that amount of money, you're expected to come up big in the red zone when, I mean, just in general, you're expected to come up big. And David Njoku has never had a season with anyone where he particularly came up looking like, the number two reliable security blanket option, red zone threat, whatever, whatever you want to say. So he has to build that chemistry with his starting quarterback to essentially justify filling that role. And so that piece, I think, is a little bit hard because it's twofold. It's you need to build that chemistry with a new quarterback and because you've never done it with any quarterback. You know, I think that Amari Cooper, we're all expecting to be the number one receiver, and there's a bit that we expect him to be able to work with anyone. However, the offensive line obviously is so good and is so tough that it shouldn't really matter who's back there. I think that they'll be okay. I think that Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt have proven that they can play with whomever, whenever. So, yeah, I think I have to agree. That was G or Mike who said Njoku. I'm sorry, I don't remember. Said in joke. Yeah, gee, I think I have to go. I think I have to ride with you on that one. Mm. 
Yeah. Come back on fire. I thought Came my answer was all inclusive. <laughs> I, I thought my answer nailed it, Aditi. <laughs> you didn't like Jay's answer. I well, love all my kids equally. You in a corner and they ask you for one. I mean, what's the yeah, right. answer, Jeff? Right. Yeah, off the fence. Obey the exercise. Adina, you're right. And I've never taken that big of a cop out before, but I'm telling you, as I was going through the offense and all the different moving parts and all of the guys, I just, I, I really said, well, yeah, this player benefits greatly. This player benefits greatly. And at the end of the day, I went across all the skills players and I'm like, they all need them. We all need them. Right. You know, and so I know it's a stupid cop out answer, but. It's there. not, but you know what, Jerry? It's all, it also speaks to the leadership of the team, right? Like, how do you lead if you're not the starter? And I think that Deshaun Watson has already come in and in organizing these trips outside of Berea and gathering guys to throw separate of prescribed practice sessions, he's showing that he is ready to take ownership of this team, to take ownership of this offense. But if he's not there for eight weeks, how does he do that? Yeah, if he's not hard. there for 12 weeks, how does he do that? If he's just not there for two weeks, then is Jacoby Brissett a placeholder for two weeks? Or does Josh Rosen beat out Jacoby Brissett? You know, like, I just think that there's a lot of questions that pertain to the role that Deshaun Watson fills that go even beyond the role that he fills in the offense. Yeah, and, and I think that can be set of all the great quarterbacks, obviously that they all need to lead. And I think we have seen some really nice leadership traits out of Deshaun Watson so far. Hopefully we'll be able to see those on the field instead of just, you know, away from the field with the trips and everything that you mentioned. But I just, you know, we so desperately want to see this guy in real meaningful action. Did you yeah. see the video of him crossing the street yesterday? We have that video. I want to see, see that. We would, like, we would like your analysis. What of the this. hell's going on here? What Tell do you us. think this says? Tell us what this says about his. Uh, Has she seen it already? Have you seen it? No. Or oh, is this the first time? Here we go. There's oh, Peter. Melinda Adams shot this video. I know Melinda. Okay. Good That's job, Watson Melinda. now walking across the street. They couldn't take him in the golf cart, Aditi. What do you see in there, Aditi? Do you think he's ready for the season? Well, you know, he's he's looking both ways. He's not just trusting PJB to look exactly. both ways. Peter just wearing a helmet, too. Checks his reads. Yeah. Like, yep. you saw him turn. That's how we teach our kids, right? You make sure before you cross the street. Good soft wait a second, Aditi, wait a second. Wait for it. Here's Tony Grossi trying to take him out. <laughs> <laughs> no. no uh, Nobody I'm, even stops and honks. Nobody no. even waits. They just not realize what's How going embarrassing on. is that for the Browns? Now, I do need I do need to say this. He he should watch out because technically he didn't cross at a crosswalk. That's true. Wall, and that could be breaking the league's conduct policy. He yeah. might yeah. want to <laughs> chill yep. out. We don't you know, want I'm going to admit right now since since Adam <laughs> told the whole ham story and cop yeah. to the fact that he once ate ham in a grocery store without paying for it. Yeah. I, I have crossed the street exactly there at least, I don't know, a thousand times in the last right. 10 years. Me too. Not Me too. Crosswalk ever. Mar Marjorie so. Taylor is going to have us arrested. Marjorie Green Taylor is going to have us arrested for being too woke by crossing the street. But Aditi, have you ever walked that walk in full uniform helmet on everything? I don't uh, think no. you have. No. But why is that? I mean, I just, I wonder why they're doing, why are they doing a photo shoot there? We can't figure I it out. I don't know. I always thought that was some abandoned factory across the street there. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, usually that's where I park. You I'm know, I sat behind that building. Hugh Jackson on. once made me cry, and I didn't want anybody to see me cry, and I went and I sat behind that building. Oh, Hugh Jackson so, was such a D-bag that day. Aditi, you know, let's what? get to the bottom of that. Aditi, what did he do? Did he tell I you? I was there that did day. Did he tell you he was going to come back and coach the next year? Oh, he dirty. <laughs> What did he really say? Mike, I love it. Let's move on. Let's move okay, on. Okay, never mind. No, that was, that uh, was a brutal That's a story day. for another day. Maybe when DeQuell is sharing his scotch with everybody. We'll right. Get into that. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Aditi. So, All right. Go ahead, Mike. That's the most riveting footage that we have Jay's of Deshaun right now. Jackson right now. He's like, you made Aditi cry? <laughs> no, really? I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm actually asking Melinda, where the hell? Like, I want, I want more of this story. Of where he was going. Where was what are they going? doing that? Why building? the hell didn't they just drive him across the street in the golf cart? How embarrassing yeah, of a see, look was Jay, that? I would, have, I would have had a bigger problem if they'd driven him across the street in the golf cart. Like, it amazes me. You are a professional <laughs> athlete. You can cross the street. I know, but you he's, know, in like football, he's in football cleats. But he's in football cleats, and he's walking on pavement. And as G. Bush accurately pointed out earlier, unless you've done that, it's a bit of an ice skating routine. Those things are slick. The last thing you want to do is have your $240 million quarterback slip on 
football cleats crossing a highway. Well, that's a little bit weird, too. Like, why wouldn't he just wear his flip-flops and put his cleats on for I don't the... Know. Well, we have so many questions. We do. We're we have all these questions and no answers. Melinda would absolutely come on. Ask PJB what exactly was going on there. I know. I don't he think won't give us a straight He's answer. He's not going to tell us. Are you kidding? I mean, this well, is amazing that training time... camp opened this week and, like, this is what we're enraptured by, right? Yes. Like, oh, my gosh. I was Deshaun Watson crossing the street. Aditi, what's today's date? And what the hell's July going on? We, we've got nothing. I mean, we've what are we nothing. supposed to be taking by the battle at defensive tackle? <laughs> well, the, <laughs> the, the, the Steelers are reporting today. So there's so that. The Steelers are reporting I, to Latrobe. There is that. By I the way, am very curious to see how the reps break down for the by, Browns. With by the, the way, Aditi, speaking of the Steelers quarterback, did you see Mike Sandoz? Do you know how Mike Sando from The Athletic does the he, – he pulls 50 NFL executives and coaches for his quarterback right. tiers list? There was no okay. steel. There was no Steeler quarterback in the top thirty-two. Did you see that? Okay. Wow. Really? No, not one in the top thirty-two. There's thirty-two teams. He didn't. So make. which team had two? Sam Darnold was thirty-two. Oh my that's god! So and then so Mitch they... Trubisky was thirty-three. <laughs> oh, that's wow. embarrassing. Now I'm going to defend the Steelers here. I think Trubisky should be thirty-two ahead of Sam. Sam wow. Darnold. Yeah, that la- th- that list is almost discounted because Darnold is thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah. Aditi, you almost just asked yourself a question because of us. <laughs> he might not even. And start. I appreciate that. So yeah. why don't we go ahead and ask you the question <laughs> that you were right. trying to set us up for? Yes. Uh, how do you think the reps will break down for the Browns in tra- uh, training camp, at least to start before we get any? News. Well, I'm kind of, I'm still stuck on the whole Steelers thing. I mean, okay, I would take Mitch Trubisky over Kyle Wilson, I think. I mean, I'd, I'd take, take Mitch Trubisky, Trubisky over quite a few quarterbacks, quite I'd frankly. Take, yeah. I'd take Mitch Trubisky over Drew Locke. I, I'd like I would Mitch too. Trubisky over Drew Locke. Um, I'm with you. Really There's at least five or six quarterbacks I would take him in front. He's a Pro Bowl quarterback once upon a time. I and never had I any mean, people. So he's he's in a situation where the offense suits him, where he's having a lot of input in the offense, where his teammates are behind him. I mean, I said this a few weeks ago. You're going to see the difference when a person is treated well. We are all affected by how we are treated. Mitch Trubisky is happy in Pittsburgh right now. He is being treated really well. Don't discount what Kenny Pickett can do. I still think it's a long shot for Kenny Pickett to start the season. Yeah. But, I mean, come on now. Aditi, let me I, just, get I feel like it's so easy to rip on the Steelers. Oh, yeah. we keep doing this. I know Mike is oh, going to cry. I don't everybody in the media kisses the Steelers' ass for the last – Aditi, everybody's been kissing the Steelers' ass. They sent, they sent Benny Roethlisberger out like he was a conquering hero. We – Everybody's up in arms about Watson. Nobody said boo about Ben when he he left town. The Steelers have had their ass kissed for years. It's okay if we in Cleveland take shots at them. So I'm going to do it. But listen, okay. let me give okay. you these. Let me give you these guys. <laughs> you tell me. I'll give you the guys listed ahead of of uh, Trubisky real quick, and you tell me if you put Trubisky ahead of the guy. And I'll be fair too. I'll okay, tell but, you mine. Wait, but really quickly. Yeah. Are we just saying in a vacuum or in the situation that they're in on the team that they're on? In benefit to Trubisky, I'll say in the situation of the team they're on. Okay. I will go that way. Well, all, right. all right. 32 is Darnold. We all agree we'd rather have yeah, Trubisky, yeah, yeah. right? Yes. Okay. We're all in agreement there. 31, Mariota. I think I'd put Trubisky at him too. What do you What do you guys say? I yeah, yeah me too. After. Yep. Okay. Number 30, the great Daniel Jones. What do you say about that? Oh, oh come on. He should be. Yeah, I see above Trubisky. Over Daniel too. I would take Trubisky as well. See, I'm not that much of a hater. Uh, 28. This is a tricky one because this guy's barely played. 29, Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Hmm. Who I knows? would take Trey Lance, even though Trubisky's upside. better. Trey Lance at least has upside. I got. I, I know what Trubisky is. He's a serviceable NFL player. Trey. I think, okay, I think I know what Trubisky is. I think he's a serviceable NFL player. Uh, I think at best he's Jimmy Garoppolo level. I think Trey Lance, who I'm not a total believer in, I think there's higher upside potentially than that. Is that unfair? Okay, but you're using Jimmy Garoppolo as your example. And by the way, Trey Lance couldn't unseat Jimmy Garoppolo a year ago. He couldn't. I don't believe in Trey Lance, but I, I, I would take the upside over, over Trubisky, who I feel has no upside. You, you obviously disagree. I, I do think that he has upside. Okay. He's Actually, but you He's know what? I'll, to be honest, the reason I think he has upside is because Brian Dable told me that we haven't seen everything that we could see out of him and that we, okay. he will impress us this year. And so I trust Brian Dable more than I trust my own eyes there. So, so, so okay. the consensus is to put him ahead of Trey Lance. If you had to win a game, I'm playing Trubisky. I'd play Trubisky over Lance right now. Okay, fair. 28, Zach Wilson. I think Zach Wilson sucks, so yeah, I'll I give you Trubisky I there. think he's garbage. 
We're all in There's agreement Trubisky. there. Did I call Zach Wilson Kyle Wilson again early? I'm sorry. You might have, but who's okay. We knew what you were you talking did. about. Until he's any good at okay. football, you can call him whatever more than he want. deserves. <laughs> call, you know, whatever. 27, <laughs> Davis Mills, people in Houston actually think he can play quarterback. Oh, wow. He can't. I would take, I'd take Trubisky. I'd yep. take Trubisky over him, too. Sounds and, like Bulls getting on the Trubisky train. Well, I'm getting into right the now. 20s. That's not really right. saying much. 26, where, Tua. Where is he from? He's from Mentor, Ohio, right? Don't you yeah. have to have Mentor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mentor Cardinals. Mentor Cardinals. 26, Tua, Tyler. Boom. It's a push. No. I would I would I think Tua stinks. I would personally, I would. but I think Trubisky's not very good. I think it's a wash. I think it's a push. I'll give uh, Trubisky's from here. I'll put him ahead of Tua. There, there you go. go. Man, I just think you guys are so downplaying Trubisky. I really do. Then why did nobody want him to start last year if he's that he good? He had trash around him in Chicago. When he went the yeah. If that was the excuse for them, why did nobody want him to be a starter last Look, year? Look, I, I get that. Yeah. I think it was I think Correct me if I'm wrong, Aditi. I think Mitch had other op- opportunities. I think it was smart for him to go to Buffalo and sit there and learn under a really good it, offensive coordinator. I don't think we're killing him. It was a, a better, one-year deal. I don't think deal. we're killing him. We're putting we're him ahead putting of some of these guys. I know, but last, I, ju- I just think he's done so much more. You're, what has Tua done in the league? What has he done? But I said I put him ahead of Tua. Yes, but I think someone said it was a push. Did you say it was a push? It was, it was a push. I did say push. So but if you're starting a franchise him. right now and you can take Tua or you can take Mitch. I don't want either of them. I but I, either, but if but I had to choose, a, I would guess I'd take This is your it. fake conversation, it, it, it is. not mine. I know, <laughs> sorry. 25, Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Ooh. I take Justin, Justin, Fields. I'm taking Justin Fields. Fields. I take Justin Fields. Has a lot of potential. And right. I think with some good coaching and, and some yeah. good work. Yeah. I'd take Justin Fields. Yes. yes. The next couple of guys are Trevor Lawrence and Jameis Winston. I think those guys are both better. Jared Goff. Uh, they're, I think they're all better. I, I Maybe not Jared Goff. Jared he's Goff a, is kind of... Uh... I mean, yeah, if you're going to make excuses for Trubisky's situation, Jared Goff last year was on a terrible offense. Although I like DeAndre Swift a lot, so maybe it's not that terrible. What, Mitch Trubisky's yeah, in the mid-20s. Jared Goff there you go. Is all that, would Sean McVay have moved on from him? I mean, he did go to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff, and he moved on from him. So clearly, I mean, but I just think that there's a, there's a, there are the quarterbacks that elevate everybody else. There are the quarterbacks that lead their teams in every way. There are the Aaron Rodgers and the Tom Brady's and they make everyone around them better. Right. And then there are quarterbacks that can be serviceable, that can be good enough, that don't screw things up for you, that are not a liability and that you can win with if you have a strong team around them. And I, I will think say that, this. I'm go, sorry. Go so, but no, ultimately no, there's easily 20 quarterbacks better than Trubisky. Fair? Whatever, but I thought the whole point here was that how is he not even on the list of 32? Right. Hey, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, too. Seems that's to be a NFL executives list. and coaches saying that, not me. NFL executives and coaches. Oh, yeah, but there's well, also in that list geniuses. NFL well, executives ripping Lamar Jackson, which happens every which way. And I mean, right. enough. Good point. Enough. Lamar Jackson. So, what? Okay, are, we going, I, are we going back to Jacoby Brissett? And no, I got to go back Watson? to Lamar Jackson because my, he, my, this my, idea oh, okay, that Lamar Jackson, I'm bothered by this. Because I love Lamar Jackson, and I think he's a very good player. But this idea in the media that some people have that Lamar Jackson should never be criticized is absurd. That every time he's criticized, people are killing him. I don't think that's fair. Well, that's not it. I think it's this idea that at any other position, somebody can redefine the way the position is played. Troy Palomalu did not play safety like everybody else. Ryan Shazier did not play middle linebacker like everybody else. Those were seen as assets. You are playing a position, but you are not playing the position the same exact way that everybody else has ever played it. It just feels like at the position of quarterback, for Lamar Jackson, you can help your team win. You can guide your team to win. You can put points on the board, which is ultimately the point, winning and scoring points. But because Lamar Jackson doesn't do it like everybody else does it, it's open season on Lamar Jackson. But, but why? That he but can't be good at the position. Just because he doesn't play like Aaron Rodgers doesn't yeah. mean he can't be a good quarterback. He's but just indeed, a different quarterback. I've heard a lot of people say, I've heard Ryan Clark say a lot of the same things you're saying. But I don't see anybody killing him. It, even on this list of NFL executives and coaches, he comes at number 10. That's pretty high. I mean, who are we putting them over? Nine is Deshaun Watson. Eight, eight is, is Russell Wilson. Seven is Matthew Stafford. Six is Joe Burrow. I'm not taking Lamar Jackson over any of those guys. I, I, would, I, would, I, would take, I would take him over. I would take Lamar Jackson over Russell Wilson. What? Uh, well, Russell get, Wilson's me, won a Super Bowl. Uh, uh, He's been uh, to two uh, Super let me Bowls. Give, let me give you this. Come when, on now. When Lamar Jackson... <laughs> 
is at the top of his game. And that's the deal. That's I the love Lamar Jackson. There's, there's this, this and this. this. I love him. He's helped me win two fantasy football championships. He's had one year as an elite player. Elite. One. If one. I, Russell Wilson's I, had more I, than I, that. I'm just telling you. Yeah. If Lamar Jackson is on his game and he's healthy, he's unstoppable. Russell Wilson. In the playoffs, he hasn't been no, unstoppable. I'm just saying. Russell Wilson is not unstoppable. <laughs> Like there's there's a lot of quarterbacks that do a lot of I things. Think the, the, the problem with 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 Lamar, hey guys, Aditi's got to run. Sorry, run. Aditi, Aditi, I'm sorry, I sidetracked us. Thank See you. what you did to us. Aditi, See what you thank did. You. We love you. <laughs> I course, do love Lamar. We're gonna talk later, and hopefully I can come in and sit with you next week and see you. Make it a point. Make it a yes. point. Yes. Love you. See you later. To wrap up to wrap up the Lamar Jackson thing, and then we got to move on. I think the difference between Lamar Jackson is is what we were talking about. His ceiling and his floor is separated by too much. Yeah. With Russell, you get what you get. Yeah. He's a consistent star. For the last year, we saw Lamar Jackson that we didn't recognize. Yeah. And yes, he was hurt. But, but even if we're not 2020, he was good, but he wasn't special. But the same. He was, he's still capable yeah. of changing and taking Agreed. over any game. Agreed. And so but I some feel- are hypnotized by that. Yes. And some can't forget the fact that he can also be bad Lamar yeah and, and, and the difference between but, good and bad I, is but here's dramatic. what bothers me is I feel like because Bill Polian when he was drafted made those idiotic statements right that yeah. were stupid and came off as racist you think those are still bothering that people still hear that I still feel like there are certain members of the media that you can't criticize Lamar at all because then you're a Bill Polian guy and that's not fair no I not. love Lamar Jackson but I th- and I think he's a tremendous player, and if I'm the Ravens, I would eventually sign him. But I want to see him do it one more year, and he is. In- there is criticism for his game. He did not play well last year. I agree, and, and I he's think not. That's fair. He's not in the elite category of quarterbacks. He's different. No. He's almost in his own category. I get what you're saying. But then you got a guy like Aaron Rodgers who stubs his toe in the playoffs and. Goes and he doesn't MIA, get criticized enough. And he gets no criticism. You're right. And he deserves a lot of criticism. Right. So I think gotta, he deserves to be good, criticized more. Yes. Yeah. We're going to take a break. Um, when we come back, Sir Yacht, if you're a Cleveland <laughs> sports fan, you know who this cat is. He's in the building, and I have to tell you, he has something with him that is going to take up a very large portion of our set. <laughs> Why the hell does he have this thing with him? He's going to explain it. There he is, Sir Yacht, right after this break. UCSS coming right back. Stay with me. 